Hello and welcome to Money Chill Out, the podcast to inspire and feel good about your money. I'm Marika Fino, a woman in my 30s, ex-trader in the city of London, a yoga teacher and the owner of my financial empowerment business. On this podcast, I want to open up the discussion around money and investments and dive into personal finance management, which can be a great liberator, but also a huge stress factor in our lives. Every other week, I'll be joined by guests for conversation on money, mindset, investment habits, and any best practices they abide by. So join me on this journey as we unpick the complexities of finance and get more comfortable talking about our money. You too can get financial peace of mind and it starts with empowerment and knowledge. Let's go. Hi Lina, how are you? Hi, good and you? Yeah, super cool, thank you. I'm over excited today just because we're recording live from Paris in this beautiful podcast studio and I need to be honest, it's been two and a half years that I'm actually interviewing people all around the world and it's the first time ever I'm doing it live. So that's it. super cool. <laughs> so if I introduce yourself, you're the CEO of La Moisson, which aims to help women negotiate their salaries. You've mm-hmm. been empowering women for the last three years, uh, running programs that not only concentrate on negotiation skills, but much more. And that's what we're going to see. Anything that you want to add? Yeah, I think it's it's quite good. It's quite good. It's like uh, La Moisson, it's an impact startup. So we are divided into three units. So the first one is like the the core business. It's the training. So we train, we help women negotiate the salary through training. The second one, it's B2B parts. We help them to promote women's and also to create like feminine ecosystems. Mm-hmm. And the third one, it's through like young generation, student, everything. So it's great to work with women's, it's great to work with corporate company. But I think it's the most important thing is to work with students and like young generation. I mean, like you need to work through education and you need to impact them so their vision going to change and maybe you're going to resolve these things about, you know, the disparity problem. So, yeah. And I totally understand that the youngest you do it, the exactly. mood that you're going to change the narrative against it. Yeah. So why did you create La Moisson? What did um, made you do that? I think there are like several reasons. The first one is more personal. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, look at me. I'm a, I'm kind of like, I know I'm kind of, I'm Franco-Americans. So I came from an Arab cultures. And I mean like, okay, well, first my parents are really open-minded, but I mean like, I think... I saw many kind of unconscious mm. misogyny, you know, and through my child eyes, I saw that men and women are so different. The way that they talk, the way that they move, the way that they wear, you know, even the word that they use are different. Mm. And so it's like creates me this feeling about like injustice kind of. So, yeah. So that's the first reasons. And the second reason was more professional, of course. (laughs) (laughs) So I work for a German group, not to mention the name, but I just realized that I was the least well-paid because I was the only one who didn't negotiate my salary. Mm. So, and I think it's something that you don't really learn at school. You know, the the syndrome of being the good student, Mm. you know. So you learned that if you work well, you will have a great grades, you know, 
But and so typically you just take this pattern and you just recreate in your work environments. But that's exactly so you expect false. you expect that it's gonna come by itself exactly. because you're just good. Because yeah. you learn like that, you know, you yeah. you grow up like that, so so that's a hard things. And and how did you notice actually you were the worst paid? Actually, you know, I was just like talking with my friends and I was like, Oh, okay, oh you, you work in Strasbourg, so cool. I work in Paris and I was like Oh, but just, you know, t tell me how much you are. You know, it was like, okay, I work in Paris. It's like, you know, the, the rent here, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the rent here. Pretty different. <laughs> yeah. Pretty different. It was like, and, you know, I was like at least underpaid. That's the, the difference was so big. And I was so like, feel, I feel that my value was nothing. I feel that the company didn't value myself. Mm. Like, I'm just this kind of girl that have this kind of competence but are maybe not skills like just nothing and you know you just are like that yeah. and don't she will because I was kind of shy also she will not say nothings and you know that's all mm. and it was like it was kind of hard for me but yeah it's okay. I can imagine yeah <laughs> realization but yeah and why do you think women are less tempted or less empowered or even less willing to negotiate is it something Education-wise, society-wise, is it because of the narrative around money? What are the main reasons? I think if women earn less than men, it's because they don't really dare to renegotiate their salary. And my theory between that, it's like less than a hundred years ago, women didn't have the right to vote. Mm. <laughs> They didn't have a bank account without asking husband, her husband's. So we cannot compete with a thousands years of patriarchy. So it's like a, a systemic effect. It's like an historical imprint, you know, yeah. and I really believe about historical imprints, which mean that women today don't or have less self-confidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, super interesting. And and how do you help them with La Moisson then? Like, and what kind of results can you share? Like, what, what have you achieved so far? So... We help them by training them, of course, but it's not just about negotiations. It's about knowing who you are. I like to say this sentence, you need to know who you are and where you want to go, mm. you know. And I mean, by knowing who you are, you need to knowing where are your power, where are your weaknesses, learn to love you, to trust you, confidence, you know. And I think it's the base before entering the negotiations part, the strategic part, mm. you know. And for the achievement part, I think we have so many stories, but um, for most of our clients, they renegotiate as crazy, you know. <laughs> but we have some completely changed the directions and just found peace, you know. Mm. And that is why I say, okay, it's about your choice and that's the most important things. Mm. So it's even... Not even money. It's exactly. about peace and being comfortable. and Because salary is a part of your value, but it's not mm. all the value. You know, you have many, many audience. Value. Beautiful message. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> and so when we started to chat together, what I really liked about your approach is that you said actually the negotiation skills, mm -hmm. it's actually only 20 to 30% of the job. And there's much, much more things around it, like... Defining your personal branding, mm -hmm. exactly what do you want to achieve? Where do you see yourself? And yeah, everything is part of mm -hmm. the soft skills that you need in order to negotiate. 
So how would you link personal branding, what it englobes, and how it can it help in the negotiation? Okay, so <laughs> yeah, you have many different other aspects than negotiations. In fact, it's a little bit the end of a result of all the work. So you have the soft skills, you have self-confidence, self-esteem, personal branding, as you say. And for me, personal branding, it will be the way you will cultivate yourself you're yourself, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's, it can be a brains. It can be how you will tell your story, who you are, how can you cultivate your differences? It's mm-hmm. really important. And what makes you unique in their eyes. And especially in this world where everything is so similar, you know? So, yeah. And, and so what about confidence? So you touched upon it just before. Mm-hmm. How can we help women become more assertive? Okay, that's that's really interesting questions. In self-confidence, you have a lot of broken belief mm. first. Uh, for example, a young profile will say that, oh, uh, I don't have any experience. An old, older profile will say, oh, I'm unattractive, an, an you know. And in fact, these are going to be the counter-arguments that the company will uh, give it to you. Mm. But actually, it's just a question of a point of view. You know, a young profile can be capitalizing or a senior profile full of experience. Mm. So first deal with your fears and believe. And then what I often say, it's that by doing the work of researching, I mean, the market, the performance, the results, you're going to legitimize yourself. And I like to say that it's like a magic list, you know, you're going to put everything that you've been accomplished and look at it when it's when you don't really feel um confidence, exactly yeah. motivating confidence or and you will just tell well that's not that bad you know and i also want to add that self-confidence is something that you can gain but also something that you can lose and i really learned by myself and no one have the same uh level of self-confidence in everything you know For example, you have people who can be like socially super confident, but professionally mm. not. And professionally super confident, but socially not. And it's also about not comparing yourself to other person and not let other person define yourself. Mm. It's really, it seems really simple, but it's a real work to do on yourself. It's really important. And it's really hard. I think it's like work life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like the, the change of narrative. As you said, some people, they're super well, super good in one field, but yeah. not at all. And yeah, let's not expect we're great everywhere. And that's why sometimes you need kind of a push, but yeah. I like it. And talking about blockages, mm-hmm. one of the many that you can have, but that comes back quite frequently, I would say, is the one that imagine I try a nego- like a salary yeah. negotiation, but it doesn't work. They don't want it. They actually think I'm being fussy or something. I, mm. I don't want to be a pain. Yeah. Especially for women who really don't yes. want to, to be in the spotlight. That's, <laughs> that's, that's really true. I want just to say that you don't need to be afraid of a no. You know, like no doesn't mean you don't have any value. You should know that a negotiation is done by two person. So I could send the best negotiator on the, on the planet. But if they're like a wall in front of him, It's not possible. It's just impossible, you know. So it's not your fault. And it should not take your confidence away. Mm. So that's a big, big lesson that you need to learn. Okay. <laughs> cool. 
And what are the soft skills that you're thinking of that could be useful in mm -hmm. that process? So we've spoken about confidence. We've spoken about how to put away blockages as well. Branding, anything else? Okay, that's going to be really interesting. But I want to say empathy, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's interesting. Being able to put yourself in other shoes and understand the needs. In fact, if you, if you have the, I want this, I want that, it will not work. The person in front of you must feel understood and you must create a, a space of trust, you know, and then you will benefit from it. Is that what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm so inspired by that word. <laughs> Empathy. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not usually. But usually. <laughs> Excellent. So let's dive into the salary negotiations mm -hmm. now. And the first question that comes to my mind is a technique. Because yeah. of course, there's probably lots of strategies and, and so on. So <laughs> what have you tasted or experimented that really work well? I think it's quite complicated to answer this question because you have a lot of technique or strategy and each of them is based on a profile. In other hands, I can say that normally you have a typical step to structure your negotiation. So in general, you will start by positioning yourself on the markets. So to have the salary range, you know, mm -hmm. then you will quantify your performance and results which also be an indicator of your salary range. Mm -hmm. So first it's like the benchmark exactly. and then how you are compared to the benchmark. Perfect. Exactly. And then enter in the different dimensions to build your, your negotiation. So you have four dimensions in negotiations. The first one is the rational dimension. So it's going to be all the tangible facts, achievements, evidence. Then you will have the emotional dimension, so self-confidence, stress management, management of, of emotions, non-violence, communication also. Mm -hmm. You will have the um, strategy dimensions, so define your needs, set your main objective, define the different alternatives. And finally, you have the systemic dimension, so that's really interesting part. Everything you will have during the negotiations, which kind of person you have in front of you, What's if the personality of your interlocutor? What kind of uh, argument he or she have? The posture, the language. So you cannot calculate that. And it's like, I like to say that, it's like um, a game of chase. So first you watch the move, then you play. So that's big part. You know? And I guess on that, so first I'm so pleased to hear about the four <laughs> dimensions because I've done salary negotiations, I'm going to say after, but I've done salary negotiations quite a lot of time, but I've never yeah. thought about a technique. But I love the fact that probably in order to actually watch yeah. what is the person doing, you need a lot of silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Whereas true. when you're not comfortable doing something, exactly. you tend to speak a lot. So exactly. Actually. <laughs> exactly. That's a good one. Cool. So exactly. So at the start of the of my career in trading, I was in a very masculine environment, as you can guess. And one of my boss was oh, told me, and he was Australian, and that's why I really like it because it's really blunt. If you don't ask, you don't get. And that was like pretty tough. But I was thinking, okay, so now every year I'm going to negotiate because yeah. otherwise I will not get. And second, being quite feminist, I, I was thinking, yeah, but the guy next door or the guy next to me, That's he true. probably would have less um, misgiving and just do it. So, yeah, 
go, <laughs> go yeah. girl, let's do it. And actually, the more you do it, the more comfortable you get. And exactly. th- yeah, and it's just like a, a positive cycle. So how do you raise the matter if you're not really at ease? Mm-hmm. And can you share some advice not to feel awkward? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you should not feel uncomfortable negotiating your salary. You don't beg for money, you ask for what you own, you know. There is a real education work to be done on these parts, like change mentalities and morals. I mean, it's part of the job. I mean, you have the rights, you need to negotiate your salary. It should be the same mental stress as asking like a paper or yeah. like pencils. And it's kind of horrible to feel not legitimate to negotiate because when company asks you to stay later or when company asks you to help colleague, they have no shame, you yeah. know? So why be ashamed to ask for a due of your work? Mm. And we really need to change our relationship with money, I think. It's the main problem. Mm. And so in your negotiation, because it's a negotiation, so two person, what do you advise? And maybe it depends on industry, don't Mm -hmm. know. But do you tend to tell women to ask for a higher salary than they Mm -hmm. would like at the end? Or give the actual amount you would want? Actually, in fact, even if the... Most of the time, I will recommend you to like demand on the high age. It will depend on many parameters. I mean, for example, knowing how much you want this particular job. The goal is not to tell you to ask a super high salary and lose your opportunity while it was your first choice, you know. Mm. And that's why I say know who you are and then you will know where you want to go. Mm. You know, these two sentences. Very and, wise, like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And in fact, there is a real work of priorizations. Uh, is the salaries the most important? Or is the culture of the company, the DNA, the value? And then even if the salary is one of your priority, you must also have a strategy according to your profile. But I'm not saying <laughs> I like the but. <laughs> but no, <laughs> no, no. But, but I'm not saying that you should not ask for more. Just it's more about positioning due to a strategy, hmm. and it's in relation with a lot of lot of informations. Hmm. So yeah, and probably yeah, you need to be hundred percent comfortable or even hundred twenty percent comfortable with what you're asking because otherwise, exactly, yeah, you're gonna feel it. Mm. So in terms of timing now, should you always negotiate when you have a job offer? So really at the start or every time, for example, you change position. But again, that depends on how often. Mm -hmm. Do you need to do it at the end of each year or whenever there's um, a review coming? Or does it depend again on your industry? (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. Like you, it depends. We don't care about the industry. We don't care about the job. We don't care about anything. Yes, you always have to negotiate. I have a woman who tell me like, oh, yes, uh, I took another job. No, another position in the same company, but actually they didn't offer me anything. That's no, that's Mm. not possible because another job means other responsibility, other missions. So you need to renegotiate even the contract, you know. Mm. 
And so, yes, you can renegotiate during the annual interview. In general, this is when the company expects you to talk about it. But you can ask your manager or your HR manager whenever you want. As I said, it's an integral part of the job. Mm. So it's important as asking an information or as asking a, a team meeting or whatever. So we need to really change our mentality about that. And it's actually a really good advice because sometimes you're thinking, ah, it's not the right timing. I'll do it, mm -hmm. I don't know, two months, five months. And actually the five months comes and, oh, no, I don't feel like it. And, and then, yeah, and, and then you never do it. So exactly. when actually you think about it, you think it's the right timing for you, you should be empowered to actually say, okay, I'm ready to do it. Let's do it. That's exactly. it. Mm. And do you have any other tips we should be mindful of? So just keep in mind that your manager or your uh, HR manager is as stressed as you during the interview, you know. So technically, if you have work on your negotiation and you expose all the arguments, it will not be a problem for the company to give you a raise. And if it's not the case, it's just because you don't have the same visions. And you should know that even if, you know, we stay in ecosystem because Even if we don't like this ecosystem because it's hard to live, we must choose our story. And I, I like to say that a door that closes also means many other doors open, mm. you know? Mm. And we need to keep that in mind. And again, it's a negotiation. Exactly. So you're two person and you're offering your job. Exactly. And what about if you leave? I mean, you, you never know. Some people, they do it, they don't have a job behind, but it, their mentality, some other people... And of course, you don't show all your cards. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why you need to be no, understood. That's true, exactly. <laughs> cool. Can you share to end some of your best client uh, successes? Uh, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Let, let's get inspired. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have that in mind. I had a client who had to renegotiate, I think, three or four times in three or four different companies in like a year and a half. And I think she renegotiates between like five and 10K, which is like unbelievable inference, hmm. you know. But she was like a, a typical profile, but that was a kind of victory. Like, wow, <laughs> so cool. <laughs> and I guess they share with you like their, their success is so nice. It's Shoan, if she... <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so super well to be inspired about getting more money and so on and so forth. But of course, it depends. All depends on what you're doing with that money. Mm. And because I'm that money coach, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to ask you just to end, what do you do with it? And do you invest yourself? Do you save? What's your portfolio looking like? Okay, that's the, <laughs> the question, you know, that's the question. It's not necessarily a good advice, but actually I invest all in my company, you know, in La Moisson. And as I say, it's a question of, priority you know uh, even if I feel sometimes pressure it's question of choice and also to defend myself I'm quite young <laughs> <laughs> but no no I, it's it's all my plan it's all my plan uh, I have quite some ideas <laughs> but investing in your own company I mean is a super positive sign because yeah. it really, really mean that you actually believe in what you're doing yeah. and it's clearly like uh, but you an really investment so Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. But usually people say you need to, you know, like invest in many different, you know. So, Depends so like, on people. Yeah, that's true, that's true. 
Wow, thank you so much, Lina, for this beautiful episode. Super nice to actually see your face. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, no, thank you so much for all the tips that you've given, the methodology, the four dimensions. I've learned a ton. So thank you so much. And um, yeah, take care. It was really cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. So that's the end of this episode. I hope you're as enthusiastic as I am. You can find the notes and the key takeaways on my website, marikafino.com. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe and spread the words. Thank you.